You're listening to the 146th edition of the Bittachon Podcast. We continue with the Pasuk that we were studying together last week. Ta'amu ure'u Hashem. Taste and see that Hashem is good. Praiseworthy or joyous. Ultimate happiness is attained by the one who trusts in Hashem. It's a Pasuk in Tehillim, chapter 34, verse 9. He brings the Shir Ma'on, the Sefer Shir Ma'on, that says as follows. We can explain that when a person wants to taste, right, we're talking about tasting that God is good. When a person wants to taste a food, so it's not enough to just eat the food mindlessly, but rather a person needs to intend, have intention, contemplate, experience. So this person who wants to taste the food, enjoy the food, has to focus their mind in order to taste the food well. We don't understand, ordinarily, we don't properly understand the ways of God. If a person trusts in Hashem, if a person believes in Hashem, if a person believes that God is good, so then a person with that understanding, with that intent, with that contemplation, can start to see that all of God's ways are good. This is also from God's goodness. That whoever trusts in Hashem, Hashem saves him in all of his matters. As the Bosik says in Tehillim, chapter 37, verse 5, Let your ways rest upon Hashem, let's say. Trust in Him, and He will do it. Meaning, whatever paths you take, wherever you find yourself going, always turn to Hashem. Hashem Anyone who trusts in Hashem with all of his heart, God does for him just good. And this is what it means, taste, feel, contemplate, and you'll see that Hashem is good. That not only is God good and He does good, but an additional aspect of His goodness is that the one who trusts in Him, the person who trusts in Hashem is happy. The person who trusts in Him is praiseworthy. The person who trusts in God is lucky, so to speak. He brings in the note a story. The Hassan Seifer, which seems to be the son of the Hassam Seifer, Hassan Seifer said that when he was a baby, his mother was not able to nurse him. They searched high and low for a woman, a wet nurse, but they couldn't find one. His father went, Reb David Mar, with a with a bitter heart, Al Kedosh Chama of Rabbeinu Hasam Sefer Zechariah Gedolinu. We're talking the grandson. I'm sorry, of the Hasam Sefer is talking and saying how his father went 
to his father-in-law. To, to say and to, to, to mention to his father-in-law, I don't, we don't have anyone to nurse the baby. He said, what can I do for you, my son? Trust in Hashem, and Hashem will take care of you. The weather was so terrible at that moment when his father-in-law said to him, Chassam Sefer said to his son-in-law, trust in Hashem, that it was raining hard and there was wind. And there was nobody passing by. There was, there was no one to even think that they would come to the, to the rescue, so to speak. In pit time, suddenly, at that very moment, a woman who was very poor, who was a woman who was clearly uh, in a difficult state, came to the house. And she said, Perhaps somebody needs a wet nurse. And they had such incredible joy because exactly what they needed was exactly what showed up on their doorstep in a moment when it didn't seem that the salvation was possible. It came. Okay, that's from the Sefer Shir Mo'oyin. Now we bring from Tzor Hamor, Parshat Chayisor. He says, It doesn't say you should know and you should see that Hashem is good. This is not just an intellectual experience. It says taste. Person needs to taste it, needs to chew it over, mull it over, to check it out very well and to taste. Or it's easy to swallow food whole without even noticing the taste. Don't do that when it comes to trying to understand the ways of God. If you chew it over, if you mull it over, if you contemplate, then you will see that God is good and all of His ways are just. A person can see the same exact evidence and come to the opposite judgment, come to the opposite conclusion. Why? Because he didn't mull over the information well. We're talking here about the situations that we see in the world. Seems that something good is happening to something bad, someone bad. Seems that something bad is happening to someone good. Because we look at it in a superficial way. Because the truth is, if we look at it properly, so we realize that the good that the wicked person is experiencing is not really good for him. And the bad that seems to be happening to the righteous is not really bad. We have to understand things on a deep level. We have to understand things in the light of the Torah. The Torah explains to us what's really good. For example, the wicked sometimes, they benefit in this world because Hashem wants to give them their full punishment in the world to come. So they eat up, so to speak. They consume their reward here. So then the person will see that praiseworthy is the one who trusts in God. 
Even though it might seem that the person who trusts in God is not so happy, it doesn't work out, it doesn't look so good for him. The only way to understand this properly is by looking intensely the way from the Torah's perspective on the depths of its secrets. The Torah straightens a person. The Torah makes a person have the correct outlook. This is such an important point. I was actually I mentioned this to my wife last night. You know, the the world is topsy turvy, upside down. The Western world has gotten lost and fallen into into the the trap of liberalism and and everything goes, no boundaries. And the Islamic world is also fraught with traps of a belief in a God who's an angry God, and th- there's so much anger there, and so much, uh, the, the boundaries are almost too strong, we would say. And it's the Taira, it's the Taira that ultimately gives us the proper balance between having the right boundaries and having the right sense of when things are permitted. Not making everything forbidden and not making everything okay. The Torah is what gives us the proper perspective in life, and ultimately, the Torah is the ultimate truth, and that's what will survive in the world. Everything else will cause its own destruction. But it also gives us, as the Torah Amor is saying, a perspective in life, a way to understand the things that are going on around us, a depth of understanding, a balance in our understanding. And that's supported by our Bitachin. Our Bitachin it starts with the foundation. Everything Hashem does is for the good. That everything is good. That we just need to trust Him and everything will be good. Brings a, a, a short line from the Sforno. Tamu Hargishu. What does Tamu mean? Taste? It means feel. Re'u And see? Right? We need to taste and we need to see. So t- tasting means to feel. See means to understand something intellectually, that God is good, right? God answers and hears our prayers, and sometimes God doesn't need our prayer, meaning God sees that we trust Him, that's the end of the Pasuk, right? That means that sometimes the Pitachan the itself the faith itself, the confidence itself in God is enough for us to get the thing that we need. And prayer, prayer is amazing. Prayer helps us in our bitachon. Prayer strengthens our belief that God is the one who gives it. But sometimes we can experience the fact that just having bitachon, just having a sense of confidence and faith in God is going to be enough. Now he brings from the album. And he brings in the note, an explanation, which really without this explanation, it's hard to understand the Malbim. So I'm going to read the explanation first, the note first. It says, The Seven of Futsas Yehuda speaks extensively about this matter. The Pasuk says, our Pasuk that we're studying together says, that we need to taste and see that God is good. 
So, in this Pasuk, there is hidden three aspects, as we're about to see, of the goodness of God. Three different ways, and it's hidden in the word Ta'am, Tet, Ein, Mem. Now, in order to give you the proper understanding, the setup of this matter, there are three types of good that a human being desires, that he's looking for. That are included in the word mata, which is the same letter as ta'am. There's three types of good. One is called moil. Moil means effective. Right? Something that's effective is good. The second one, right? Mem, tes, ayin here. Mem is moil. Tes is toiv, which means good. And ayin is are, which means sweet. So if you look at the way David HaMelech writes the Pasuk, so he refers to these three different types of goodness, Moyel, Toiv, and Arev, which you also find a hint to these three in Eicha, in chapter 3, verses 25-27, letters, Tes, Tes, Tes. God is good to those who seek Him. This hints to absolute good. God is absolutely good. It is good those who are, again, seeking God, and they're quiet in order to receive the salvation of God. This refers to the fact that it's sweet, right? Someone can get good. Someone can receive something good, but it might not be pleasant. Sometimes we experience things that are good for us. For example, you go to the dentist and you got to get drilled, right? It's not pleasant, but you know it's good for you because otherwise you're going to keep having that pain in your tooth. But already means it's sweet. We want good that's sweet also, that is enjoyable. The third passage says, it's good to a person for a person to carry a, a yoke when he's young. So this is the good which is effective. The word effective means that sometimes we have to do something that's uncomfortable, right? Carrying a yoke, it's not comfortable, but if you want to get your, your heavy item from one place to another, you need to use a yoke. A yoke. It has an advantage. It has, it's effective. So we can see in the R Pasuk how beautiful it is and it, because the Pasuk includes the word Ta'amu is the three letters Tes, Ayin, Mem, Toiv, Arev, Moil. In this Pasuk, Ta'amu, Ki, Toiv, Hashem, it includes all three of these aspects of goodness. The Pasuk ends off by saying, Praiseworthy is the one who trusts in Hashem. This teaches us that when you have these three aspects of good, so you will attain all of the Hatzlach, all of the success that you that we mentioned. Hatzlach has Hanefesh, spiritual success, corresponding to good, the letter Tess. Physical 
physical welfare, physical success. Corresponding to something that's sweet. And success in one's parnas and livelihood, that corresponds to the aspect of moil, which means effective, which means challenging, right? Sometimes, oftentimes, in order to make money, we have to do things that are challenging, to do things that are hard. But ultimately, we know that that's for our good. Okay, so that's the background. Now let's see the Malbim. It's a bit shorter, actually, than what we just read as the background. Ta'alu. Amar oit hev dalbim etchuas Hashem lechuas tivias, etchuas b'nei Adam. David HaMelech is telling us another difference between the salvation of God as opposed to the salvation that comes in a natural manner or salvation that comes from human beings. Shemayem le'yasigu rak ha'ari v'amel le'yasatayv. From a human being, you can get something which is sweet. You can get something which is effective. But not the thing that's toiv. Toiv means the ultimate good, the open, awesome, all-inclusive good of Allah Shem. But when it comes to depending on God, besides the fact that God is the experience of Hashem and the experience of God's kindness is something which is sweet. And it's also, the, the kindness of God is also something that we can see, which indicates that it's something which is effective. It's also the ultimate good. Besides for tasting the good, besides for seeing the good, right? There's also the recognition of good. That when you look at somebody who trusts in Hashem, you see that he has all three aspects. That the person who trusts in God, besides her having what he needs, besides her having all, all the things that are good in this world, he gets an incredible spiritual sense of, of satisfaction because he trusts. Besides for the obvious advantage of having what you need because you trusted in God. So there's the actual sense, I'm doing what's right. I'm in a relationship with God. I am being an effective person. I'm being a good Jew, right? Just heard from my Rosh Hashiva, from a shir he gave recently. How the worst thing for somebody who's, say, off the derech, person, you're talking about someone who can't get up in the morning, gets up at 11 o'clock in the morning. There's a sense of guilt. There's a sense of, I know I'm not doing what's right. And that guilt can destroy a person. But when we act in accordance with what we know to be true at the deepest level, in the core of who we are, we know that trusting in God, having a relationship with God, that's where it's at. That's what we're here for. So when we do that, and when we feel that we have that, forget about getting what we want for a moment. We get a deep sense of satisfaction, a spiritual satisfaction. Brings here from Shmir Salashim from the Chavetz Chaim. When a person acts with bitachin, with confidence in God, so the person will merit to see the kindness and the goodness of God. As the pasuk says, taste and see that God is good. Why does it say taste and see? It teaches us. 
When you taste something in your mouth, so you you feel the texture, right? The tongue is very sensitive. You feel the texture of the item that you're eating. Tells us the Chavis Chaim, when we are looking for godliness in our life, we're looking for God's hand in our life. When we are living with Bitachim, we're living with confidence in God, we taste it, we feel it, we recognize it, we notice all the good that God is doing for us. So it's an incredible osher, it's an incredible satisfaction, a life of satisfaction. Finally, one line from the Dalias Yechezkel Tamu, Taste the taste of bitachim. And you'll see that it's not just when I trust in God that things are good. It's even when I'm not in that ideal state of trust. Shem still does good, and I will notice it more if I'm working on my bitachim. Therefore, praiseworthy is the one trust in God. Thank you so much for listening. See you again next time.